Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of One Vision and our brand new season, The Fintech Fuse. This is Theo, your host for this episode, along with my other host, Barb McLean. Joining us on the show today is Rochelle Gorey, co-founder and CEO of Springful. Welcome to the show, Rochelle. Hi, Theo. Hi, Barb. So excited to be here. I've admired your work for a long time, so thank you for having me. Well, thank you for spending time with us. Before we start, can you walk us through how you go from being a policy expert in the community development and financial services industry to becoming a fintech founder, not just a fintech founder, but also a fintech founder for a B Corp? Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, it was never my intention to be a founder or a CEO of a fintech company. So here I am uh, nearly 18 years later. And, you know, I think having my experience rooted in community, in impact, in putting together programs between financial institutions and nonprofits was actually a really perfect way to create and found a company that also is rooted in impact and how do we best meet the needs of communities and the people that live there. So I think I learned so many lessons along the way around strategy and power dynamics and how do we appeal to self-interest and looking at you know, unintended consequences of maybe what seemingly seems like good or great policy, but doesn't always have the impact or effect that policymakers think it might have on the individuals that it was intended to serve. So I think all of that really created so much background and experience. And actually, all of those tenants really drive our work at Spring 4 every single day, right? Looking at how what we're doing is impacting people on the individual level and then, you know, working with major financial institutions, how do we really appeal to their self-interest, drive home the fact of what they do with us is helping not only their customers, but the communities in which they operate. And then of course their their bottom line and their their business strategy. So along the way, I think it was probably well down the path of this entrepreneurial journey that you've been on, that you discovered you were quote unquote doing fintech. Yeah. And, you know, we were actually all sharing the stories of how we've each encountered each other in online communities. And so this idea of community, I think, is definitely important to each of us here on the show. I'm wondering if you can share where you have found the biggest supporters in that fintech community. Is there any shout outs you'd want to give to the helpers out there that you've encountered along the way? So many helpers, right? Like no one can do this alone. No one can figure it out on their own. So there's been so many people and organizations that have helped us along the way. And yes, when we started Spring 4, we had no idea that we were working in the fintech space. Financial health was not even a term yet. Um, we were really just looking at this problem of when people experience financial hardship or challenges, they don't know where to turn for help. But we understood if, if we could address those underlying root causes, we could get people paying and saving again. And then, you know, we were working on this for many years. And then I remember I went to a financial health network conference. At the time it was CFSI. And I went to that conference and had one of those aha moments. They were talking about financial health and 
I just thought, oh my gosh, this is exactly what we do. This is what we've been doing since day one. So definitely Jen Tesher and the Financial Health Network. And shortly after I went to that conference, I learned about the Empowerment Award from the Promontory Financial Group. So we put in an application and we won. That was in 2015. We won the Empowerment Empowerment Award and Gene Ludwig and being reconnected with him. I used to do work with the OCC, the CRA regulations in the 90s, and that was a full circle moment. So um, that really helped, I think, validate what our offering was and make us realize we are a fintech. We deserve to be in the fintech space and we ought to be inserting ourselves. And as a founder, I realized I needed to do more to put myself out there. And so that was certainly helpful. And then lots of different people and companies along the way. I will say our clients, so our bank customers are some of our biggest fans, cheerleaders and supporters. They often will recommend us to their peers, to their competitors, and, you know, want to tell the world about the work that they're doing with us. I, I like that because that is the best testimonial that you can get, you know, from existing partners that would recommend you to others. Can we backtrack a little bit, Rochelle? Talk us through what is Spring for? What do you guys do? And how do you partner with banks? Sure. So we have a product suite that essentially connects consumers, people to vetted and curated financial health resources. And when I say financial health resources, what I mean is that we curate and research nonprofits and government resources in about 30 different categories, spending categories, if you will. So we're all about how do we help people who are experiencing a financial challenge, hardship, or just want to have better financial health to connect with those helpers in their community that can help them reduce household expenses, increase cash flow. And when you do that, people have an opportunity to get back on track with payments or save. And so anything from heating and utility assistance to financial counseling, student loan resources, food savings, that's number one across all of our clients. That's the number one most utilized resource that we provide, which is really you know, a big statement about the hardship that consumers are facing if everybody is looking for ways to put food on the table. So we deliver those financial health resources with our bank clients through, we have a call center tool. So we're often utilized within collections, loan servicing, loss mitigation efforts across all consumer loan portfolios. We have a digital experience as well that's delivered in a few different ways. So um, bank customers who utilize our digital experience, they can present and usually co-branded with Spring 4 because we have built up such a strong track record and reputation in the market, but we'll co-brand with them, present it to their customers within their digital experience so customers can self-serve. They don't have to tell anyone that they're having a problem if they don't want to, and they can begin to take action and see results. And, and I remember it was in that CFSI event that I met you. I still remember that room that we were in and there were multiple, I think it was like at least 15, 15 people. I struggled to remember all the names, but I did remember you. And I thought, wow, what are you doing is, is really cool. So fast forward to now, you have been on the news, I've noticed the past few months and, and, and in a good way, which is, which is exciting. Thank um, you. So what does 
consumer financial health mean to you? Because, you know, that is a big pillar of, of what you're doing, connecting consumers to resources, as you just mentioned. Has anything changed or how has the industry changed in the last few years since that first meeting that we had? And do you think, do I dare ask, the industry is finally understanding that we need to do more? I think we're beginning to see the industry understand that we need to do more. I think there's so much more that needs to be done. My personal mission is to remove the stigma associated with assistance or with financial hardship. Look, today, the majority of Americans have or are experiencing financial hardship, and I really want to convey to you know, the world to the financial services industry that making assistance and help and helping your customers connect with vetted, reputable sources of assistance is a good thing. It is good for business. And I think we could do so much more if we could get a comprehensive understanding of that and embrace it in a way that there isn't shame. I feel like sometimes financial institutions feel that they don't want to talk about the fact that they have delinquent uh, customers or, you know, delinquency within their portfolio. But the fact of the matter, every single institution that's lending does. So it's 2023. Let's embrace the fact that people are having hardship. Let's offer them ways to address and resolve any issues that they're facing. And when we do that, we do see increases in repayment rates. We do see better customer engagement. We did a survey a couple of years ago and consumers want this information. They want this assistance from their banks. They trust their banks for the most part. They're already working with their banks. So I believe our study said 83% of people surveyed wanted to receive this sort of information from their banks. So I'd really like to see us get behind it. I would love to say today that every single bank is utilizing Spring 4 and understands um, this strategy, but we're not there yet. But I think it's something simple that could be done and it could help everyone. And so you've seen this path play out, certainly not only for the, you know, end person on the other line that is, you know, as you say, struggling for one reason or another, but because of the unique place you've got working with banks directly, you obviously can see and would be able to share a path to how can banks really do better to serve their customers? Are there specific tips you'd want to share with listeners today on what that looks like? If I'm working in a bank today, and this is a subject that matters to me, right? Uh, as you're saying, if we can get people to a place where, you know, they can make their repayments on time, which is what the bank wants, isn't that a win for everyone? What, what's that path and what are those tips that you would convey? It absolutely is a win for everyone. In fact, I was on a call with a potential client yesterday and he told us, oh, what you have is the rare trifecta where we can have an impact on the customer, on the company and the community. And it was really great to hear him tell us that. Um, it is what we strive for every day. I think empathy, empathy is a big thing. And we've seen it play out in, you know, the media this year. Everyone's looking for empathy first approaches. We've had empathy in our approach since day one. And there is nothing bad that comes from inserting empathy into every single strategy that you employ. I, I can't agree more. Empathy is one of my favorite words, actually. So as we look towards the new year, I have two questions for you. One is, what is next for Spring 4? And 
the other one is given the state of fintech funding, lack thereof, for female founders, it, it seems like in the last few years, we have somehow managed to walk backwards. What inspiring words do you have that you can share with people who want to do good, especially those from underrepresented demographics? Because I'll be honest, it, it feels like it's getting harder and harder. Yeah, I think it is. Well, I'll answer the second one first, resilience and grit and being personally connected to the problem that you're solving to your mission. I think that's what keeps me going, think, keeps the spring four team going. I grew up in a low-income household and we, you know, we used food stamps. I had free hot lunches at school. I went to college on almost complete financial aid and I was embarrassed. I felt shame. And yet my parents were great people. They were social workers. We just didn't make a lot of money. And there were times where they were unemployed. And I think that, you know, that can happen to so many people. And so that is what keeps me resolute in our mission to make certain that when people do have hardship, they can find the help that they need and that they deserve. What is Spring 4 going to keep doing? We are unwavering in our mission to bring Spring 4 to more and more institutions because when we do, we can scale so quickly and help drive financial health for millions and millions of customers. So I'm really excited about next year. I think that there are more institutions looking to provide financial health resources and assistance to their customers. We have a lot of clients looking at how do they build, you know, a relief site, if you will. Look, we went through a global pandemic, you know, high cost inflation, maybe a recession, lots of natural disasters occurring. What we've proven is Spring 4 is an evergreen solution. There is always going to be something that could trip up a consumer. So let's get behind ways that we can help really normalize the fact that things happen to people and we need to be, be providing help to them. And all of that is such a great thing to do for your customers and for the industry as a whole. Anything special about being a B Corp that you would advise to, to follow fellow founders? Because I've noticed that I'm seeing more and more B Corps as well, which is a great thing. Yes, definitely. Impact's been part of our mission since day one. So I think for any organization that truly has impact as part of their mission, yes, absolutely apply to be a B Corp. For us, it's a differentiator, especially in the fintech world, right? Like there are not that many fintechs that are B Corp. So it says to our clients and to the world, impact is important. It's not just something we say. It really is embedded in everything we do every single day at Spring 4. So I highly encourage it. And if anyone, you know, wanted to reach out to me, I do think it's something you can't do at the beginning. There's a lot of paperwork, if you will, like it, it, it there, it's a intense process. So to be a certified B, it's real. It really means that you're doing things differently. I, I like that. Recently, I had a conversation with another co-founder that's also a B Corps that was based in the UK. I'm seeing trends. It seems like, not seeing all of them, but it seems like there are quite a few of B Corps that are started by female founders. It's rooted in impact. It's rooted and empathy as a differentiator, as you say, bottom line is, is empathy. So I would love to see more. And I, 
I know that many of us do appreciate what you have been doing for our industry. So kudos and keep going. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you so much for spending time with Barb and I today, Rochelle. Uh, for those who are interested to learn more about what you do, where can they find you? They can find me on LinkedIn. They can look at springfour.com for more information about our company. But y'all yeah, reach out to us. We'd be happy to share more about the work that we're doing. Thank you, Rochelle. And here's to a wonderful 2024. Thank you so much for joining us today. As for the rest of our listeners, we will talk to you all next week. 